a very good Wednesday morning to you. This is, what, February 28th. I keep forgetting this is a leap month. That happens, what, every four years. I ought to know that because usually follows a presidential election. So we're winding down our time here in Florida. we got to go home for some business, some alumni business, and this, that, and the other. So we're going to leave on March the 9th which is on a Saturday after my country show to fly back to Indiana. I don't want to do it on a Thursday because that messes up all things radio. We have trouble getting into the Zoom room, so we're not going to have that problem this time. So we're going to be flying back into probably some colder, colder weather. I don't know, but we're going to have to do it anyway. Otherwise, it's been a pretty good week. I'm going to pose a couple situations to you. We had a painter who came, and we agreed on the price of the house. I went into shell shock, but I was assured that that was the going rate for painting. And we agreed that I would pay one half down when they got started and one half when they finished. Well, it never worked that way because they started a couple days And I never heard them come back, never come back. The guy said he'd be back for his check. Well, he never came back. So Jenny and I went to the doctor, a hearing doctor, and we stopped and had some deed. So he called and said he was ready to be paid. So I said, well, I'll have to see what he has to say. So we got back home about 4 o'clock, and he was there about 5, and he goes, well, I'm ready to collect. And I said, well, you haven't got started yet, have you? He said, oh, yes, I finished. I thought, how could this guy be painting and I'm not hearing anything going on out here? So I better get some backup to see if this guy really did it. So I called Jenny's mom and dad, and they FaceTimed and looked at the house and said, yes, it had been painted. So I went to give him his check. I figured he deserves his money if he's done, and it looked okay. And the check was made out to the wrong company because they'd changed their name a couple times. So he went out to his truck and came back and said, I called your in-laws to complain because this check wasn't made out correctly. I went to the bank and got the certified check. So I said, now look. I'm paying you this $6,200. You need to talk to me, not to them. They're not paying the bill. So he didn't like that too good, but I didn't really care. So the next morning, I went to the bank again. They tore up the original checks, and I got a new check. Cut, and he come back by again, and I explained to him, Hey, look, when you got business to conduct, well, you're blind. I don't know. I said, you're not having any problem taking my money. So we we got him paid and gone, and then I went and got another independent uh, verification that the house had been painted. But we never heard him come back any other days besides those two. So, and everybody says it looks fine. So I'm throwing that out to you. Have you ever been ripped off by a contractor? If you have, what did you do about it? Or... Is it wise to be real careful in a situation like that? That's one of the subjects we'll talk about today. That was a real life one. And I don't like it when 
companies decide they'll go to somebody sided to talk to and not me if I'm the one paying the bill. So we got through it and no real complaints and I don't think anything was done. But I still never heard him come and I think we would have heard somebody out there painting. So, Jennifer, what have you got to say? Well, um, on about three hours sleep, I'm rolling along this morning, and I I thought it would have taken him longer than than that to get everything painted, because I thought he said, because they power washed it Thursday, and you could obviously hear him do that, and I thought he said it had to dry for 24 hours before they could put the primer on it, and they were out there patching things on Friday the next day, and I heard that. But then we had, what, rain Sunday and Monday, and I didn't think I heard anybody Saturday. So I don't know how how he did it, but it was done. But if it's stay in the future, that we have to instill in the guy, you let me know when you start, when you finish, what exactly you're doing that day. You know what I mean? Is that only a common sense thing? Well, it seems like he would have told us just common courtesy, hey, I'm out here painting, but I guess people don't, I guess they think you're going to look out the window and see him. I don't know. I I guess maybe I would just, maybe I'm overly cautious, but it seems like if I was going to work, be working outside somebody's house, I would probably say, hey, I'm out here painting or something. I have a question for you. I'm not being um, nosy or anything, but are you sure that they primered Maybe they just painted. Well, well, you can't be sure now. You can't be sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no way of knowing, but he was supposed to, and it was supposed to take two coats of paint. I know they patched because I could hear the, the trowel out there when they were, like, smoothing yeah. out the grout between the... It, yeah. Is your house, is it vinyl siding, metal siding? No. Or? No, it's like stucco. Part of it's brick. Brick and stucco. Okay. So, don't know. Um, but I did have two-sided people look at it very carefully. I walked the whole house and back on around. You know, with the picture, I don't know. Yeah, that really annoys me, though, when they think just because you're blind, you're stupid or something. Because um, when I worked for the PCA program, I actually took this woman. She went to get a cell phone, and the kid kept trying to get her to get uh, um unlimited data and he goes well you know he kept talking to me i said don't talk to me talk to her i don't i'm not the one here wanting a cell phone it's her and he goes yeah but you're here with her i said i might be here with her i brought her here i said but you talk to her not me well people assume that all of the time so you know what they say about people who assume right i'm gonna say about that but I've been convinced by the two people who didn't have a dog in the fight, really, or the one person didn't. Not sure about that, but they said there was. It looked fine, you know. So, and I don't think it's, it's like the uh, deal when they asked the sighted person at the restaurant, "What would he like?" Yeah, what would he? Like? <laughs> I've heard that before. Uh, oh yeah, we've had that done before. Anything else going on, Jennifer? Ooh. Not really. It's been kind of a quiet week. I'm thinking about doing a little grocery shopping today, but been done. The Reds have been playing, so we've listened to some games. And um, going back to Indiana, kicking and screaming. And 
Oh. Actually, it's going to be warm when you get here um, next week. They're t- talking like highs, basically. Oh, wait a minute. That won't be next week. That'll be the week after. Scratch oh. that. Well, then I bought a keyboard for my tablet, and we can't get it together. It came in two pieces. One's a keyboard. Then there's like a plastic back that goes, I guess the tablet's supposed to be able to, you're supposed to be able to angle it and put it in different positions. Jenny and I can't figure out how to put it together. It's not like there's a lot of instructions. So I can figure out how to get the keyboard on the tablet, but not, I don't understand how that back stays on there, because it's not like a regular, I used to have a a magnetic keyboard like that that went on another device and the rest of the case had like a rim around it so that the tablet fit in the back of the case so it stayed in that part whether the keyboard was on it or not but this one doesn't do that so I don't know if an IRA call would solve this Maybe look it up on YouTube if you know what kind of case it is. Yeah, but a lot of the times the YouTube videos will say, and it goes like this. That yeah, I know. It, so. yeah. it, has, it has little, the, the keyboard, part of it is magnetic on the edge. I get that. And it's got little pins that you can, if you do it right, that you can get to fit into these little holes that are on the edge of the tablet if you line it up right. But it's not, it's not firm enough to hold the tablet upright so that you could actually use the keyboard. Like if you had it in your lap, maybe if you set it on a desk and you only lowered it so far, it'd have to be pretty stay pretty close to the keyboard to stay at that. So I don't so know. So we're we're gonna have to try to figure this one out. There's been nobody around so that we could ask um, what the situation. Could be. So, anything else going on, Jenny? I don't think so. Just do your book talk and all your stuff. and Just doing book talk and doing, had more, a little time to read. And it's finally getting a little warmer out here, so we hope it's been a few nice days outside. And we're cranking up alumni stuff, and so that's starting. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a big project. All right, let's turn it over to Jeff. Well, Jeff's always good, good for a laugh or two. Or I'm always story. good for a laugh. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't complain about grocery bills, but I, I was talking earlier before we got on the air about how I uh, how my grocery bill was so expensive, and I didn't really buy that much. I mean, there was only like four bags of groceries, but, you know, I didn't buy a lot, but it still was expensive. I mean, and I don't see the prices coming down on some of the things I buy. Like, I, I don't buy, I would probably be better off buying a gallon of milk. But I don't drink enough milk to make it worthwhile because it would go bad because the only time I ever drink milk is when I put it on cereal. So that doesn't work. And that's still a dollar eighty-nine a half gallon or two eighty-nine a half gallon of milk. That's ridiculous, but it never goes down. It only goes up. So hey, and Jeff. Like, yeah. Um before well, I'm gonna say this really quick before I forget. If you buy lactose free milk, um <laughs> you could try it and see if you like it. It has a little bit of a different taste, but the shelf, well, you know, the refrigerator life, whatever, is about, oh, I don't know, a lot longer. I mean, usually if you buy like a half gallon of that, uh, if you bought it now, it wouldn't expire until probably almost May. 
I might think about maybe that. longer than that actually. Yeah, really. did you ever see that milk? It's, it doesn't have to be refrigerated until you open it. it it's irradiated milk. Or, so I've, I've seen those. That, that, I've never tried that, but I heard it's terrible. So I, that's I, a I, dead I, man's yeah, I don't milk. Well, like I, we buy almond milk, and it's got just a little bit. I get the vanilla, and it doesn't have sugar in it, but it's got just a little bit of vanilla added to it. Yeah, it's, and it's good. Good in cereal and things like that. My daughter likes that. I, I've, I've, never, I've, I've never tried that, so I will try that. I don't know that might be good for you, Jeff, and that would last three or four months. That would. Now, the other thing you were talking about, I, I don't really have too much experience with a contractor because I don't own. I've always rented all my life except for the house. And, of course, the only contractor work that they did after I bought the house because it was new when I bought it is I hired someone to uh, put our playground equipment together. We bought some playground equipment we had for, for uh, Adriana, and her friends would come over in the backyard. And that worked out okay because my, you know, my wife at the time could see. The other thing they, we did, and I, and I was home alone, and I didn't know he did it, we bought uh, trees to be planted. They, my, Kristen had this magnolia tree that's in the front, and we bought some trees, some stuff in the back. And he did all the work, but I never knew he did it. I was, out, I was in the house. He never knocked on the door because we had paid for it in advance when you do it through the company. And he did all the work, but I wanted to tip him for the work he did. And I said, well, I don't know if he did the work. And Kristen said, well, guess what? It's done. I said, I, I didn't even hear him. He was so quiet. But he did all the work without even me knowing it. So I can't complain about that. But, uh, but yes, the only time I had a problem was I, had, I hired a cleaning lady, and she would never come on time. And then she would come the next day or come or say, I'm coming, I'm coming tomorrow at 2. I said, well, I'm not going to be home at 2. So she calls my sister yelling at my sister. I said, well, no, you don't, don't yell at me. You said you, you, uh, Jeff hired you. You yell, you yell at him. And he says, it's not my problem. And when you're supposed to be there at 10 o'clock and you're not there at 10 o'clock and you and you two days you call up and say, well, I could, and you don't, and you don't call, you know, that's, on, that's on you, not on Jeff. So at least my sister backed me up. Well, yeah, first of all, it really wouldn't have been your sister's cat fight to get in. You know what I mean? Uh, literally, Jeff. Well, my sister met her because I hired her to get rid of the junk that Kristen had left me when I was selling the house. Well, and, I understand um, that, but it's still, if you're paying her, did your sister pay or you pay? No, I paid her. Okay, then there's the bottom line. They right. should and be communicating with my sister. But I, at least my sister sided with me and didn't say, well, he's blind, you know, he doesn't know. She didn't do that kind of crap, because I've seen other people do that stuff. And she oh, I've seen that, that too. Now, we've got the same situation Back in Indiana where the lady's afraid of the dog and won't come in. And then when we're there, I can move the dog in a position to where, you know, uh, there's no well, problem. And That's on us because that shouldn't be an issue anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not going to go there, Jenny. Yeah, that should be too. But then again, if she's afraid of a dog, the dog should be put out of her way. I understand that. But it's also upon her to show up at a regular time instead of just picking random days or whenever she wants to come. Well, and that's the other part of the problem. That was, but and, she's and, doing it outside her normal work hours because she works for a company and she's doing it in her spare time. Right. Well, I, I, the only thing I know is uh, the one that I had used... Um, she, she was recommended by a friend of mine, and then and, and and he ended up getting rid of her because of the same problem. Because he was cleaning the apartment for his mother, and his mother was elderly, and and couldn't deal with the fact that if she says she's going to be there at ten and she doesn't show up, 
And but she was really stressed out by it. I, I didn't let it stress me out. If she did, if it was ten o'clock and she didn't show up and by eleven o'clock, I said if I have things to do, I'm going. I'm not staying home. So yeah, we we learn lessons. Also, by the way, just I forgot to mention this. You can reach our hotline at three one seven eight eight six eleven zero three. That's three one seven eight eight six eleven zero three. Well, we've started something new on the legend too, just real quick. And that is, if you want to send us a text, if you don't want to wait and talk or whatever, you can text us at 317-285-8276 and we'll interact about your text live on the air. It really is meant for the request line, but it can serve in this purpose too. 317-285-8276. Okay. Uh, let's go to you now, Jeff. No, you did me, right? Oh, we did? Okay, I'm way behind. Let's go to Ed. Timmy's next. Oh, Tim, okay, go to Tim. Okay, go to Tim. All right, well, good morning, everyone. Timmy, sorry, Tim. uh, (laughs) That's what they called me when I was... Two two years old. Four, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) um, well, we've got... um, it's it's been really somewhat of a unusual winter, very unusual. In fact, we're uh, it looks like we're gonna maybe set the record for the warmest winter on record. Um, yes, or Monday it got up to 65 degrees, which was a record for February and of course that day in February. But also, uh, this morning, it is four degrees, so quite a, quite a change. And then tomorrow, it's supposed to get up to 50, so uh, it just keeps on swinging back and forth and... Doing that kind of stuff. Anything else going on, Tim? Well, enjoying the fact that baseball is back. I know it's spring training, but... It's still fun. But don't look yeah, now, yeah. but I don't think it's on TuneIn this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I do not uh, think. Speaking of yeah. baseball, I see now where if you have T-Mobile, you get the MLB network. Oh, they're still they're they, doing that again. They've been doing, they've been doing that for two or three years. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah. So. But, yeah, it is kind of nice if you have T-Mobile, which I do. Um, and what else? Oh, I have a countdown from, uh, 1961 tomorrow. I think we played that a few minutes ago. Yeah, you did. I and think we did. I don't, I don't know, Bill, I can't remember. Is yours 1958? Tomorrow, let's see, it's 1959 on Friday. Oh, 59. We're getting closer and closer. We're going to meet one of these, <laughs> yeah. one of these dates, maybe. 1960. Yeah, yeah. Is that the year that that Joe Dow did the song about a wooden heart? 61. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I don't remember if that's on my countdown or not. I don't think it is, but I'm not sure. You are very surprised about the success of the Friday flashback show. Um, it's kind of brought some people together. Number one, I really like that um, immigrant and her friend Jan and. Things that we've never really got to know each other since she's been on the legend. So it's kind of ground. I mean, we've not done that before. But Friday flashback at 4 o'clock Eastern. And Chris Ramsey's our 
Chris Ramsey. Chris Devon. Well, he would have been too, but Chris Devon is our radio or music expert. So we're going to say one other thing. Let's see, Ed, we'll give you a shot. And then I'm going to talk to Jeff about something, and then we'll take the calls. Okay. Okay, well, good morning, everybody. Had a very busy week because we had um, really warm weather, so I was able to get a lot done. First, I went out and cleaned out our cleaned up our yard. Um, the previous owner during the fall never really came in and raked the yard or anything, so I got the old leaf blower out and was doing all that, and there were so many leaves that I said to heck with it because I would have had to have you know, had them made a special trip to come get them. So I just kind of raked them, you know, made them a little more even, and I just took my mower and I mulched them all. But um, got that done, got my smart lights hooked up. Uh, it looks really nice. And FYI, my Ninja Speedy, or not Speedy, my Ninja Thirsty came last week, and it is blind accessible. So as long as somebody can count to three, they can use the Ninja Thirsty. It has physical buttons on it. That's so, a good thing. Yeah, and it and it's really good now. My wife doesn't like it because I bought. Um, I figured out a way to where you can use Soda Stream syrup and with your you know carbonated water. And I and she likes Pepsi, so I bought her Pepsi. She did not like the Pepsi and but I I liked it. I mean I usually drink, you know, the diet or zero or something. I don't drink regular, but it was okay. But I really like the uh carbonated flavor, you know, waters and stuff. It's really good. Well see that's a good thing. Now I can't drink regular Pepsi. Number one, it hurts my stomach a little bit and two, it's very bad for the blood sugar. It just takes it up, yeah. up, 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 up. So we don't want to go up, up, up and stay up, 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 up. Well the uh not not the Pepsi, but you know, like the little cartridges that come with the uh thirsty, they're all zero sugar, zero calories. And they are, the only, I found one flavor I didn't really care for, and that was the uh, raspberry. But mm. the orange and the peach and all those, and the watermelon and stuff, those are all really good. Are they separate CO2 cartridges for the, for the, for the stuff, or are they, they combined with the syrup? How, do that, how does no, that work? Okay. Well, there's a CO2 cartridge that you put in just like your soda stream, and then you get these little... I don't want to say pods because, you know, people would kind of think they're like a Keurig. But you peel off the top plastic and you open it up and then you just insert it into the Ninja Thirsty. And it'll click and then, you know, it just uh, does its magic. Well, that's a good thing. I'm Like I said, our, our drink of choice around here is iced tea, one of those cake, you know, one of those cups I put in the... Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I like the Keurig iced teas. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Yep, Debbie, I, I see you just... I one other thing, too, and that is, first we had Timmy and Lassie, now we have Timmy and Toto. Timmy and Toto, that's good. Very, very good. Uh, we're, only missing June, we're only missing June Lockhart. Okay. Debbie, if you had to leave and you need to leave a quick message, you can call the... 
317-886, and I can put you in the priority up to the top, or you can send us your information either way, so we don't want to dis- discount your comment, I guess. Uh, oh, one thing I want to talk to Jeff about real quick. Jeff, we were looking the other night. We've been concerned for some months, and we're going to be doing a special week from Thursday. Uh, one of our cohorts who started out with us on the All Things Radio, I don't know if he was in the original. The but, show that I'm going to pre- present is one where he talks about being, he was not in the first show, but he was in, in the show after the very first show. Right. Uh Yes, so we're talking about our colleague who used to be on The Legend, and everybody loved his feature, Walt Kramer. We found out I did some detective work that Walt had uh, passed away. Joe probably already knew that, that Walt had passed away in December. So only controversy is his age. So when Joe comes on, maybe he can do that. So let's go ahead and open it up to the phones, Jeff. All right, anyone who... Oh, hold- uh-huh. Well, we got Joe's hand raised, so we might as well get him. Right. Go ahead, Joe. You'll have asked. There you go. Go ahead. We're on now, Joe. Good morning, Worldwide Legend and Coffee Club. 34 degrees, clear skies, and intermittent cloudy skies, 57, and low tonight, 34. No, I really didn't know that Walter Kramer passed away. You know, we were we we were such good buddies at the Minnesota Braille and Sight Saving School. And we we both wanted to work in radio, and we ended up working in radio at, at different times. But the interesting, he, he graduated in 1964, I graduated in 1962, and we were such good buddies that my last night at, at the Braille School, we both stayed up all night. He stayed <laughs> I'll never forget that about, uh, about Walter Kramer and the 1966 alumni when he was telling me he was working, did some work at KUMD in, in, in Duluth, and my my shot at radio came in years later, which is which is great. But I, I I suspected that he was gone. I didn't. Sometimes intuitively you get to know a certain thing without anybody saying anything. But I I said to Ellen, I said since since he went into uh, seclusion, I said how how are we gonna know? When he died, yeah, yeah. and then I thought, and then I said, I bet you, I, I think that he is gone. So, and how old? How old was he when 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 you when he when when you knew him? Because I, the obituary says he was seventy six, and that's probably right, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, that that is right. He was younger younger than I am since I'm, I'm eighty two. He was he 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 was about six years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It didn't say he was survived by anyone. It didn't mention his wife. Oh, heaven. Wow. Wow. That, that... And he was married twice because he talked yes. to me about it. His, his first wife passed away, and then he remarried. So it didn't say anything about that. So I don't know. But because uh, I read it oh, later on as well. We just had that happen with our alumni association. He was you know, known to people, but um, he had a caregiver, and... She never had anybody's number to contact us, so oh, was, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Joe, did you, and you had some good memories with him. Is that that's that's the that's the juxta of the of the discussion here? Essentially, is that you guys got along very very well? Yes, we we sure did. The memories are will, will always flow, and now that when when somebody is gone like that, it oh wow. 
So we when will do it. Go into seclusion. I um, I don't know. I don't know for sure. He just simply just I guess had 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 it with life per se and just went 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 into hiding as as far as as, as far as I know. He used yeah. to do that every year in September. Right, for That's a right. month. He would take he would, he would take a computer break. Remember that? Yep, yep. He would go oh. off of all the email lists and everything and he wouldn't answer his phone and <laughs> it was quite yeah, odd. That, that was so was weird it? because because, you know, you, we never heard anything. It's like like he pulled a disappearing act. It's like Was he in like uh was he, you know, doing that? Like mourning somebody or something? No, it's just that he, no. he he felt that he wanted to take a break because I would do his his retro if if he wasn't able to make up shows for it when he was gone he would ask me to do retro radio and so that's how I remember that because he said well I'm taking a break from the computer I said well why he says I just feel that I need to take a break from it um, and I wasn't he involved uh, for a while Tim when you were involved with it with the alumni association from uh, your, the school for the blind as well a little bit he was on the board for the the, um, the, advi- or the Board of Education or for the School for the Blind and Deaf. And uh, he was on our, what we call the Sight Council, which I think is an odd name for a, oh, for a for blind, blind group, but, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he was on that for quite a while. I, I was on that for quite a while, too. But um, And, uh, yeah, he's... He did quite a bit with with the school, especially the board. He was the chair for a long time. So what? Oh, yeah, know? he was. Then I was the chair after that, and he was. Oh yes, memories of Walter Kramer also on on the site council. Oh yes. Now why did they call it the site council? That's what I want. Well, it's site. It's not spelled like. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, okay, like the website, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take a break for just a second, guys. Hold that thought. We've got uh, Debbie on the line. Debbie, I think you're still there. Hello. Hi there, Debbie. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Yes, we can. Go ahead, Debbie. We're here. Uh, You were talking about contractors. Uh, In September, I had a water heater burst in my house in the... Got, my house got flooded, oh. and I had to have work done and had to deal with the insurance company. Thank God my brother was a big help to me. He's a retired construction engineer or project engineer or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, I went to Leader Dogs for the Blind for some brush-up cane training for a week in early November. I came home Saturday evening, November the 11th, and they had done a lot of stuff in my house, but they left everything askew. I couldn't even get to my TV in the family room. I could, everything was just, it was a mess. And I was really, needless to say, pretty upset. And I got some help with some people I knew, and uh, they got things moved, you know, moved back and squared away. They knew I was blind. Uh, my brother had told them, now put, you know, put everything back, and they didn't. But they did wonderful work. I mean, the house looks great now. They finished everything. But, number one, they didn't speak English, which, you know, I mean, I guess it's okay. But it's kind of hard when you can't see, and the people that are working in your house don't speak English. Oh, (laughs) yeah. But, uh, yeah, that happened. And the guy that did my 
that put my water heater in originally in 2018. I called him on the day that we found the leak under the water heater, and he tried to say it was my bathroom sink. And I woke up September 28th, 3 o'clock in the morning, with water throughout my house. So, that yeah, threw the board of the bathroom that. sink, Debbie. Yeah. Oh, I, it was yeah. the water heater. I know that. I and they've done that, he yeah. Didn't want, mm. He didn't want to do the work. Yeah. And, um, you know, Debbie, yeah, I've had some interest. Is, is there a way that maybe you could call the company and say, look, they did great work. I'm impressed with the work. I really liked it, but they did not put anything back to work. Well, they, my brother, we already dealt with it. So, yeah, Well, I, I mean, maybe, it. I don't know, maybe it'd still be a good idea. Just, you know, kind of let them know that way if it doesn't yeah, happen we, to somebody say, else. We've already done that. We've already oh. done that. Yeah, she's well, already. Debbie, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're okay. I mean, and I know you've gone through a lot this past year in 2023, and so we hope that you're feeling and doing much better. I am doing much better. I keep busy, and this is. I love listening to Coffee Club. This is company for for me. So, I'm gonna get off of here. I just wanted to share my contractor. I've had other experiences with contractors. <laughs> oh yeah, we all. That was one of. Uh, Thank, that was De- one of the most more difficult. Debbie, thank goodness that, that your brother was there to help. Yeah, he was in Virginia, but he did it pretty much, you know, long distance, and he kept in touch with people oh, that, that were doing the work and the people through the insurance company, and yeah. That's good. That's good. Good job. Yeah, he was a great help. Well, I will let you go, and I will finish enjoying Coffee Club. All right. Have a good day. Take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Debbie. Working with the insurance companies if something happens is a whole other story. Yeah, that's true, too. I just heard on the news last night they said that homeowners um, insurance is going to start going up about 20%. Oh, joy. I think mine already did. (laughs) And why is it going to go up 20%? Because of inflation? Because of the cost of everything? Yeah. Right. You get that. Probably, probably because of all the storms and everything, and more people have put in claims on it. Well, they're saying that there are ways that you can get around it, like maybe a security system or putting storm shutters on your house or windproof garage doors. I mean, they, they listed some stuff that you could do that would maybe help lower, but you got to pay out the yin-yang to put that stuff in, so... Hey, before we let you go, Ellen and Joe, bit, yeah. um, and we are sorry about Walt. Are there any other things that are going on in your life today? Um, not really a whole like, a whole lot. Um, where Joe's got an appointment uh, later today, um, and then after that, it just we've got we're participating in one of the community community, community calls, calls later. Oh yeah, you actually a night at the opera. But tonight, since it's Black History Month, we're going to bring opera singers and others who did uh, spirituals. So, and one of them is uh, Shirley Caesar. Who's a, a famous gospel singer. So so I know who she is. This ought to be very interesting. Good. All right. Well, well thank you very much, guys. Thank you. And by the thank way, you. the sun, have is, a good day, the sun jolly is out. Joe. The oh, yeah. sun is out right now, so this is good. Good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have a good day. Oh, all right. All right. Take a deep breath and let's see who's next. <clears throat> all right. We've got Gail is next and you hopefully i'm unmuted you are go ahead gail well you were talking about um people that uh as far as treating blind people differently at times i think i think i understood this right wendy and i were at good shepherd i had to go in there for a while for rehab 
And the gal that we talked to, I guess she had been speaking to someone who was very, very, very hard of hearing. And when she talked to me and Wendy, when she talked to me, she had this real loud voice. And I was very tempted to say, please use your indoor voice. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, it was really, it was hard enough. I was getting used to this whole thing for one thing. And then to have to go through that, it was like... Wendy and I were both, we kind of thought, well, maybe we should just walk out of here. It ended up that I had to stay there for a while, but it was, it's really hard on someone. I have another friend who, when we were in a restaurant, the waitress talked to me and said, what does she want? And I'm going, well, she's right over there. Just talk to her. She's right across from me. It was like, and this is supposed to be the 21st century. Did you say that that woman that talked loud, she was hard of hearing? No, she had been speaking to someone who was hard of hearing. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't make myself clear, I'm sorry. You're why does everybody think you have to yell at somebody that's hard of hearing? That doesn't usually make you hear better. They just well, need to enunciate their They speech. just need to pronounce things clearly there's nothing well, that kind of happened to me because i was riding worse a bus than wearing a hearing aid and having somebody yell at you because they think you can't hear and usually and, you can hear you just don't always understand what they say because people mutter yeah but well, that, that kind of happened to me because i was riding a bus one day and this guy you know he i kept wondering why is he yelling and then he goes hey look over there that is where the you know the deaf school is you know he was really loud and i said uh yeah i said that's the deaf school i'm you know partially blinded you know it's not my it's not my ears that are bad he goes oh i always get them confused and it's like huh? <laughs> like really <laughs> it's like well let's see if you can you know if you can't you know your eyes and your ears that's pretty distinctable i would think but oh and this morning uh, I was going to kid you about this. I was kicked out a couple of times trying to come in. I was going to say, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it happened. I'm thinking, what did I do to deserve this on a bright, sunny morning? <laughs> Nothing against you guys. I'm just kind of kidding around with you a little bit. Well, if anything, <laughs> just blame Jeff. <laughs> okay. <a> okay. <laughs> but... I have a doctor appointment in April with uh, with my regular doctor for this um, platelet thing. Everything's going well. I've been feeling great. Uh, no big problems with anything as far as that goes. Uh, it's been everything's been going well, going very well that way. And um, still keeping busy with uh, uh, stumping Tim and a few other things. <laughs> so that's about all there is here for the time being okay so i hope you guys have a great day and and uh i just want to thank you all for your moral support through everything i really do appreciate it thank you for calling thank you very much gail and we enjoyed talking to you and uh next time you go to culver's have one of those nice ice cream dishes that they sell because i i've never we don't have any culver's here so I haven't been to Culver's in a thousand years. No, not really. (laughs) Anyway, thanks a lot. 
Thank and I'll you, be and I'll catch you on the on the flip side. Thank you. Sure. We're caught up, so if anyone else would like to participate, they can raise their hand. I was so like... tempted to get one of those Culver's milkshakes. They're so good. Oh, Jennifer, I'm I'm hung, I, I'm I'm feeling the pain because I don't have one. Speaking of milkshake, I was looking at a restaurant menu yesterday, and I happened to see that they had chocolate malts at this particular place. It's a, a local place. For one malt, it's nine ninety five. Oh my! What are they Let's doing? See. Milking the cow? Milking the milking the is cow it, at the store? Is it like great big or something? Well, it was. It's one of the ones where you get the can and the glass and and, and you all pour it that, yourself. But, yeah. Yeah. Right. Comes in a can. Well, no, it's a when they take it out the blender. There's a container that the malt's in, and they pour the first glass. But there's always leftover stuff that you pour the rest of it into the glass that you've been drinking. Oh, from. We never get it's one. Usually, of it's usually about two full glasses, at least, maybe a little more. Oh well, that case, that's not so bad. I mean, because well, it's pure profit, as, as like Tim if, would tell if you. you. If you go to the restaurant and get or, or order a smoothie that's only like eight ounces, they want eight dollars and something for one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's where they make most of their money because it doesn't cost eight dollars to make a smoothie, and it doesn't cost eight dollars to make the mall, whatever, or nine dollars. Nope. And that's where they make their money. I mean, that's that that's a very high profit item. Like, uh, like, like. But, uh, so, is, does the restaurant have good food besides that mall, though, Tim? Have you been there before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They. I just. Uh... Well, I thought Starbucks. You know, their coffee is outrageous when you can make just as good a cup of coffee at home. All right, I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions, okay? Okay. Starting with, all right, either use iPhone or Android. It doesn't really matter, but what are your three, we'll start with you, Jeff. What are your three go-to apps that you must have on your iPhone 14 Plus right now? Right now? Uh, uh, the two of them are the two are Uber and Lyft. They are probably the most important apps that I have that I have on my iPhone because living in Albany, there is no such thing as calling a regular cab company. Right, okay. Just, that doesn't exist. So you um, Uber, Lyft. What's the other one? And the other one I would say is um, I just uh, I can't remember. It's called All Menus and something. I just downloaded it a few weeks ago. Uh, and if I want to go out to eat or if I'm at a restaurant and they have the menu there, I can just look at that menu. Not that I can't do that because I have all the other restaurants on my as individual apps on my phone. But those are the those are the three that I think are, are very important. And of course, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, of course, there are other apps that are important to me, like my scanner apps and my radio apps. But the, the three that I just mentioned are probably the most. most I need the delivery foods. Apps okay, like and Tim, we'll from. go to you. We'll get to the call in just a second. Tim, we'll go to you. What are your three favorite apps? Probably the ones I use the most are Seeing AI and Envision. Uh, I'm trying to think of a well, Bard is probably my other app, although I don't use it as much as I've, I've kind of gone back to using the regular NLS player, at least when I'm home. But Bard was a godsend when I was in the hospital. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so you use CNAI and Envision. I don't particularly like that Envision app all that well. It's okay, but it doesn't scan. Um, I'm not right. sure when the improvements were made, but they've made some drastic improvements on the Envision. I'll go give it a second it chance. Performs. Yeah, and I think it was like within the last month or so. But does it do barcodes? Yes. Okay, it does and, do barcodes. And it's kind of weird because like seeing AI will do some barcodes and Envision will do others. And 
you never know for sure which Not a perfect thing. All right, uh, Jennifer, we'll get to you. What are your three favorite apps you use? Uh, well, gosh, DoorDash, probably Instacart, Lookout. Yeah, Lookout's got to be one a tool for Android users. And probably Walmart, so I guess four. Okay, those are good. What about you, Ed? Um, well, for weather, I use this app called, uh, I think it's called Radar Scope. It, you know, it'll track storms, like which direction and so forth. And um, the other ones would be Google Maps, because since I just moved here to Lima, I don't really know my way around. So a lot of times I will use the GPS to get me from my house to wherever I want to go. And it also has the buses on there, so I know which buses to take. And the third one, uh, I would probably have to say it's a toss-up between Walmart, Uber Eats, and Amazon. <laughs> since, oh, that is tough. Right, and since I cross both boundary lines, I would say look out on my Android. I use the most. I use Instacart, of course, DoorDash, and I do like seeing AI also, but there could be many, many, many more on there, like TuneIn and all those types of things. So I know we got a caller. So yes, is there do. anybody up here uses Grubhub? I do occasionally, but they're getting expensive, so I don't use. Well, them as not only that, but they're getting. I the last three or four times that my wife and I would order from Grubhub, it takes almost an hour to get here because they'll get a driver and then they'll lose that driver. Then they got to find another driver. Yeah. And but with Uber Eats, we've never had any trouble. I'd stay or, away yeah. from Grubhub. Uh, we are. <laughs> yeah, I'd stay away. By the way, by the way, just to let you guys know that today is National Pancake Day. So if you go, to, if you have an IHOP in your neighborhood, they have deals on pancakes today. Oh God, can't you do better than IHOP? Oh, I know, but that's. No, I know we you New Yorkers. <laughs> that's better than IHOP is one of the. I'm worst not a big places. fan of them, but the, no. Don, how are you, Don? Well, uh, doing uh, reasonably good here. Uh, uh, we've had a little bit of excitement here this morning. Uh, first, I want to uh, apologize to Bill. I kind of stepped on him last week there, and I didn't mean to do it, Bill. Oh, uh, I'm not even apologize. worried about that. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Uh, thank you. Anyway, uh, yeah, like I say, we've had a bit of excitement here this morning, but we get this every once in a while between Sandy and me. Uh, when uh, she moved into this assisted living place that she's uh, at now, uh, one of the things you know that that we had to have was you know transportation, trans eh, communications between her and me, and uh, I had to decide on you know whether I needed to get her a landline or uh, a flip phone, and I decided on the latter, and what I got was a. Uh, well, they it used to be called uh, Jitterbug. I think they call them Lively now. And they're pretty, you know, from, you'd think they'd be pretty simple to operate, but it's not turning out that way. Anyway, one of the nice features on there, uh, if you don't abuse it, is uh, the emergency response button. If you have an emergency, of course, you just hit that. It's at the bottom of the phone. And uh, anyway, so uh, one of the problems is that this, uh, sometimes I'm able to get her and she's not able to get me, you know, call me back or vice versa. 
And unfortunately, when that happens, then she starts going calling the emergency response line. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, this morning I got, uh, sorry for the long preamble, but uh, this morning I got about three calls from them asking if she was okay. And uh, I didn't really know for sure. I talked to her last night uh, for quite a while. We were listening to Marty Robbins and Johnny Cash on the phone there for some time. She fell asleep. So I had to let her go at one point. I had some things to do. So anyway, like I say, they called me about three times. And then finally I got a call from her saying she was uh, she was okay. So I told her to get off the phone, and I'd uh, call up the emergency response people. I have their number, and I called them up and said, no, she's fine. Don't send any units over to the place because everything's okay. <laughs> anyway, uh so anyway, it, it seemed like, a you know, uh, the jitterbug, it seemed like it was a, a good phone at the time because we had used that once before uh, when we were, you know, keeping track of each other getting to the Braille Institute. But uh, this is a, it's not been working out as great as I had hoped. Can you reprogram that emergency number so that it calls you instead of them? Well, that's what it, what they did was that they called me. <laughs> no, well, yeah, we know that, but... You may have to back it up 20 yards and repunt and maybe get a landline, or are you stuck with the uh, jitterbug-type phone? I think I'm pretty much stuck with that for right now because the facility that she's in, they have landlines, but they're all business landlines. I mean, it was it, I don't know what they used to have before they made that into the facility it is now, but they all had business phone landline and uh, I talked to Spectrum about putting a landline and we could certainly do that but uh, then there's the possibility that uh, she might be moving from one room to another and so mm. there I'd be stuck you know with a landline and then tr you know having to try to move that to another room so I decided well it would be better if she just had a flip phone like I have but, and that would eliminate that problem but maybe but, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to service department and Maybe you Get can reprogram it so that it so that if she hits that emergency button, it calls you instead of like the the paramedics or whatever. Because in some states, you can get in trouble for false alarms if you have very many. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. So yeah, that's a good i that's a, as good an idea as I've heard. So I'll have to try and do that. You uh, know, they can... anyway. Other than that, uh, I guess we're getting along okay. <laughs> Uh, no rainstorms, at least in the last week. Uh, that's another problem. Uh, she's been having itching all over her body. And so I've had to take her over to uh, Kaiser Permanente about three times now on that subject. So far, I uh, haven't been able to solve that problem either. Well, So, makes it kind of bad, doesn't it? Um, it does. So I guess know. we'll get this sorted out some kind of way, but... Uh, Anyway, I thought I'd share my tale of woe with you. <laughs> Hopefully they can reprogram maybe that phone because that is going to come back and become an issue if it continues to be an issue. Yeah, that's exactly you what know, I'm I mean, you, you can't blame the safety people because they don't know that it's not real. And the first time they ignore it and something really happens, then there's trouble. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they've been pretty good about it so far, but uh, you don't know how long that's going to last. No, you never know about that. I accidentally did it with my phone. 
So I try to be very, very... I never understood why on some phones they put the emergency button right next to the OK button. Well, that would be very easy to hit or mess that up. It's just not a good good plan, I don't think. Yeah, they don't do that on this one, fortunately. The OK button's up on the top and the emergency's on the bottom. Well, I think I might take a piece of tape or if that would deter it and put that over that, you know, you don't want her not to be able to call the emergency line, but you still don't want her to be doing that. Yeah, I can also disable it on the phone, too, if I need to. Yeah, you might have to do that. Or just make sure she understands that she needs to call you, and if she can't get a hold of you, to wait and try you again, not the emergency number, unless there Uh, really is something wrong with her. Yeah, she's, if I don't answer right away sometimes, she has called the 911. This was uh, before she moved into the present place, and one time she couldn't, you know, they asked her, well, can we break the door down if, you know, if nobody answers? And she says, well, I guess so. So anyway, I got uh, a knock on the door one time, and here's a couple big old cops with a with an axe. If I hadn't responded, I'd have probably had to get a whole new door. <laughs> That wouldn't have been so good, but yeah, uh, I, be I don't know. Aren't they supervised yeah, better in those places? Aren't there people walking around or hanging around, or are they just left unattended for hours? Well, in the case of, of the the one with the axe, yeah, they're well we're well attended here. No, no, no. I know that. Around. I'm not talking about the axe. I'm talking about where Sandy is at the nursing home. Uh, yeah, the the uh, assisted living. Yeah, I mean, they just sort of wander around, yeah. It's not aren't good. there staff You're there right. available to her to reach out to if there's a problem? Uh, it's not easy. They don't have uh, call lights or anything, so they got she's got to yell out if she needs help. Then they get mad if she yells. Uh, like I say, it, it could be a better situation. This is not a fair world, unfortunately. Don, yeah, anything else going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, well, a guy's trying to make me buy a, a ham radio I don't want. <laughs> he wants he wants to, me to get the you know the old the old fashioned kind. I used that at the Braille Institute for years, but frankly, my apartment's just too small for that sort of thing. Well, if you don't and, need it, you don't, know, buy you don't it. Yeah. Uh, well, being uh, a ham radio operator, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I've been doing ham radio since 1971 when I got my first license. So, well, yeah, I've I've only been doing it since '91. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't buy it if you anyway, don't need it. I want to get a ham radio, get a handheld, right? I would I say that you want to get a handheld, and there are plenty of them out there now. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly. You talk to me okay, off air, well, and I'll anyway, help you I'll out, Don. I'll let you guys go, and uh, have a great week. <laughs> well, good luck to right. Sandy, and you too. Thank you, Don. All right, next on our list will be Scott Edwards. Here comes Scott, maybe. There we go. There you go. It took a second for me to get the oh, right here. There you go, Scott. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Where you get on these three on the three apps, uh, I would say the ones I use most often right now, anyway, are, are uh, Uber Eats, uh, Instacart, mm. and Zoom. You know, I've never used Zoom on my Android so much. I may try that out. That's what but, I'm on. 
I've heard of people. I think I've heard of people using it on the Braille Sense Six. It does work on that Braille Sense Six. It works yeah. quite nicely. You might have to use about, a headset. I don't, the, I don't know about the Sense Player, but yeah, it would it. work on the Hymns Player too. Oh, it would. Okay. Well. Yeah, it works on the Hymns Player. It works on the Hymns Six. It works on your. I understand people have a lot of trouble with it on the computers and a lot of the PC and around a lot, and you've got to hard to hit that guided button. You know, you got to hit that probably the uh, got it or OK button. It would be nice if they added a hot. Oh, that's that's that. they did that because people were complaining, Scott, that well, when you recorded the when you let's say I let's say I hit the record button right now on on Bill Sparks meeting. Oh yeah, it will it will uh, it will tell you that it's there and it, it puts a dialog box on the screen and you got to hit OK because. People were complaining yeah. that people's meetings were being recorded without their knowledge, and they got a right. lot. They got yeah. a lot of heat for that. I yeah, I understand that. I'm just thinking it'd be nice if they had a hot key for to for that, but for that particular. Okay well, button. all right. Let me uh, ask you a question. All right, I like to go in to listen to Tech Talk sometimes on Monday night. All right. Oh. Now, I know there's a nine-digit or that digit code you can put in, but that doesn't usually work. Usually, I have to go oh. get a link. And it's hard to get that in one of my devices. It's easier on the computer. Do you know a way to solve that problem? Well, there's a well with Tech Talk. There's also the uh, three-letter passcode. Oh, okay. So you really got to oh, get. Oh, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You've got to get the main announcement that has that passcode in it. You can use that. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, if you, if you had a link, I suppose you could follow it. But if that's not working, then you. I mean, I usually just because I know it by heart, I just put it in manually and go back to it in history if I have to. Yeah, that would that would work because I really like that. Um, I I like that, Jeff. There's your buddy. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I I really like that. So, what are the apps? Oh, you're using those apps. Do you have a scanning app you're using now? Uh, as far as you mean, like scanning print material, right? Stuff, that, well, that's uh, the one I was using for for quite a while was SuperSense, but ever since I got this Lyric, I've pretty much resorted to that most of the time. Right. You've had that for about a year now, Scott, or a little over a year. <laughs> yeah, How do you like it? Oh, it's it's really nice. It's now, Lyric, can you copy the text to a computer or? You could save it to a thumb drive. Now, the only caveat to that that I've noticed is you got to be careful because when you you when you connect a thumb drive, it automatically puts it into batch scan where you just snap picture, page save, snap picture, and then when you're ready, you push a button to save to convert it all to text and audio. It'll convert it to text and also to audio, so it'll so I can just plug it into the speaker I have and listen to the audio of it reading. <laughs> No, that's good too. Yeah. Now, uh, but the only thing is with that is you got to be sure that your all the pages you're going to scan have print because if it if it comes across a blank page, what seems to happen is it'll and it and then when it's when it's converting, whenever it comes across blank blank pages, it'll just lock up on the conversion. It'll it's it's like a it just stops. Uh, you know, it's it stops uh, converting. And what do you do in that case? I just, I have to uh, either go in and find out which file it left off with and delete, and maybe try to try the whole try the process again, or just start all over. And just 
scan them. What I what I often will do if I'm going to do that is make sure it is ahead of time. You all, I'll I'll just kind of do a quick scan. You know, because you can you can scan. You know, you can have it snap the picture, and if it starts reading something, then I know there's text, and then I just flip to the next page and do the same. Do a quick scan like that, and then go back and then save them. The, the ones that I don't, the ones that all the ones that I'm sure have print on them. Have you reached out to the company to see if they can get a fix for that? I I reported it to uh, the the vendor that I got, and I, I as far as I know, he's he's been with them about, but they haven't. I haven't heard anything about a firmware update to fix that. It's just something to be aware of. You know what I've got. But uh, other other than that, it works really good. It's a very it's very fast and accurate. Yeah, and that's the main thing that works for you. I don't know if it would work for Jennifer in an office environment or not. Scanning bills and that type of stuff. Not with I that s- blank page thing, that to me would be a showstopper. I mean, you bet you scan thirty well, pages and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, it stops doing, doing a thirty yeah, page document. If you're doing a lot of saving, to, if you're doing a lot of saving to a thumb drive, yeah, it could. I wish they. I wish there was something, either an app or, uh, or just a little device, some something you could get that would just detect ink. It was like an ink detector for a for a. You could just put it on the, a, like slide it along a page. And it'll just oh, make like a sound, a, text print. Like a colorino, because you got you know, uh, black text on a white background. So yeah. Uh, the other thing is, I, oh, I would rather see it be able to interface with your computer, since you since you're you're probably right next to your computer when you do the scanning, Scott. I mean, the bottom line is, if it can interface with your computer, you wouldn't need the thumb drive, and you could just export the stuff to it to the computer. But uh, I have the same problem with my with my scanning device as well. So yeah, it's kind of a shame they can't but give it, it enough Wi-Fi ability to save something to Dropbox. That would that would be another solution. Yeah, no, that would have made the price go up more. Oh, yeah, with the Wi-Fi. All the machine know. itself, yeah, it's, most of those don't have. They have blue, I think it's got Bluetooth module that you get, but I, I, I didn't get any of those extra things. I figured I didn't need them. Yeah, you, you can get a more, a little fancier keypad for better navigation, but I figured I didn't really need that for what I do. One of the things, Scott, that I get a little tired of or concerned about, and this is happening more and more, it seems like, is these developers that come out a year ago, well, we got a new program called, what's it called, Audio Speak, or we've got a new laptop with Braille. Those things are no oh, yeah, they- closer, you know what I mean? Well, they yeah, they call that vaporware. That's what I remember. He's talking to Dean Martineau about that. It's like I don't promote nothing until it's out. I don't want to hear what you're going to do when you got something ready to show. Then I'm going to promote it. Otherwise, I'm not even going to yeah, talk about. I mean, they're dragging their feet on. They're dragging their feet on this orbit speak, and they look at Blazy leaps and bounds with this BT speak that by now. You know. Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft started that back in the '90s when they were they knew their competition was about to come out with something. They would claim they were going to put out something, and they may not even started building it yet. Just to thwart off competition, so. So yeah, that's that's. I I totally agree, Mike. I totally agree with you there. They do this all the time and just get these plans. I mean, get these things, and people get all revved up about it. And then, by the time if they ever do get released, well, the computing scene has changed. Now they're going out to these frame computers, are called, where they're modular, where you build these things and whatever and 
it yeah, seems but, like you know I wish these companies great luck I hope I hope I hope I hope it happens but it yeah, just, just like the Gemini from Google they're making some great claims about accessibility so we'll, we'll hope they follow through and it's not just hype yeah the Gemini the new thing that's taking the place of the Google assistant well but well, what they the, found some issues with it that they're, they're um, hopefully going to try to fix well trouble is Unfortunately, as much as I like Google and I like what they do, they they, they have a tendency to drop things after a little bit. Two, three years, right, Mr. Bill? They drop drop it. Well, they're already talking about their home assistant, you know, Lady A's competition. Um, It's really not nearly as responsive now. In fact, there's even rumors that maybe eventually Amazon's going to come out with a better Lady A and you're going to have to pay for that. One. Well, that yeah. could be. That, uh, that's not a rumor. That's uh, they said they talked about that in an earnings call a few months ago. But uh, right, because that have artificial to, intelligence. So it, I, I don't know how many people are going to pay for that. But uh, there's uh, always yeah. someone that will pay for something, whether you like to believe it or not. Ed, there's always someone that will pay for something. I mean, Scott, thank you very much, Scott. All right. I wonder how many people pay okay. not to have ads. That's ridiculous. I'd rather watch a couple of ads. Yeah. But uh, but I'm ready for. For some changes, but Gemini is going to replace the Google Assistant. Now, it can't totally replace it yet, and the reason being it can't is because the Gemini, as great as it is, and with all this AI, it can't set appointments. It can't schedule something. It can't do some of the basic functions that the Assistant was doing. Yeah, it can calculate this and do that and do this and do that, but it can't schedule an appointment yet so well it's still beta right they're not done with it right i mean well i think it's it's going to be in the final but david meyer is up next okay and um then you get that asked on mute i just uh asked you on mute and let's see if we got it here there we go okay um yeah you're talking about uh i was going to mention an app that i had not heard although i tuned in a little bit late but um one of my favorite apps actually is lyft as opposed to uber i've heard that before why do you like lyft better dave um i really can't say if i like it better or not i I've heard that Lyft is a little better for pricing in my area, so I've just never gone to Uber. Um, I've also heard that Lyft is a little easier to navigate, and uh, that's something that I kind of need. Um, I don't, I don't have, I'm not long in the tooth on patience, and I don't always navigate things all that well. Um, so I, te- I have a tendency to be resistant to any kind of change. Hey, what, and- what's wrong? We've got an honest caller here. <laughs> Well, you know, actually, actually, he does have a point. There, there's one drawback to, to Uber, but Lyft does work better. If I let's say I've, I've gone out with my my daughter Meredith, and we've gone to a restaurant, and I say, "We'll just get you home with Uber, and I'll have I'll have it drop you off at your place, and then we'll go to my place." And it's a lot easier to do that with Lyft than it is with Uber. You can do it with Uber, but you don't really know if it's working or not. If you book a ride with Uber, the first thing it says to you, where do you want to go? I want to go here. Are there any stops? 
you put the stop in and it and it shows you what the stop is and it's perfect that way and uber it has uber has a has a fallback in that in that area of accessibility not that you can't do it but it's a lot it's a lot more user friendly with lyft i agree with you there dave and david made a great point about it depends on what market you're in as to which one has the lowest prices that's right that's yeah because right. it, it can vary yeah, like, like right actually, in, yeah in the st louis area i actually found uber is a little bit better on pricing than lyft and the thing you got to watch with lyft is they do a lot of those medical and so there's times a day when the price really spikes. I'm oh, it's, like, uh, it's called surge times. pricing, Mike. You know, we've had yeah. that with Uber. I wanted to go somewhere, and I saw the price on, on Uber was 18 bucks, where the fare would normally be 8 or $9. I said, no, I'll take Lyft and see if that works I'm, better. I'm talking like medical, but like it'll go from like 15 to 50 or something. Yeah, wow. yeah you've, other- got to, you've got to be careful. And the, you know, Lyft works pretty well, and so does Uber. But the one thing that Uber can do... Let's say we've got Dave on the line here. Let's say he wants to send a package to his friend across town. Oh, that's or, a wonderful service. That's a wonderful service. Jenny had a case scenario where she had some Braille material. Instead of her taking a cab all the way over there, they came over and picked it up for $15. They dropped it off at the lady's house. So... That's a good thing, and she didn't even have to ride. One so, thing I've noticed with with Uber, at least, is surge pricing. A lot of times you could go into the app and get a price and go out of the app and go in like two minutes later yes. and get a much lower price. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, Tim. Yes. Or sometimes that works in reverse. I've seen oh, yeah. that. You it, does. In, if, it does. If they see, I think, might, I think Lyft actually might be the same way. Yeah, oh, if yeah. they see you're interested in something, and don't think these places don't track you. Uber Eats is notorious oh. for that. I see you oh, left man. something in your card, and are you interested in fried chicken tonight? We've got these stores. They know exactly what you're doing. What Uber does have that Lyft doesn't have is they have an 800 number you can call, 833-USE-UBER, 833-USE-UBER, and you can call and if you don't have an iPhone. or I'm mean, sorry, you can call them and reserve a cab if you don't want to use the app, but you have to have an iPhone or something to take text, to get text messages because that's how they're going to communicate to you, telling you that they booked a ride, telling you how far the ride is away from you, and telling you when the ride is there. So you do have to have an iPhone or a phone that can handle text messages. Yeah. I don't know. I had um, a driver from Atlanta area, and she told me this. I don't know if I believe her, but I have no reason to doubt her exactly because she's driven for both in different markets, but she had mentioned that that um, in a lot of markets, Uber is much more for the business class and that Lyft was more for the kind of lower-income folks. And I, I didn't believe that, but she says she did her own testing and found out the, the clientele. Uh, so I thought it was just the opposite, but that's it, what I would have thought. Uh, yeah, I would have thought I that too. Um, Thank you, David. But she said, uh, but it makes sense because Uber markets to the business community, so like your airports and stuff, and they, you know, they've done better marketing specifically to the business. Well, clientele. they do, except when you know we get into this guide dog issue, they they're not totally consistent across that platform. But that's that's another issue. But they. They both do good jobs, but I don't know why here. Typically, I use Lyft, but if there's a substantial difference in price, I'm going to use Uber. 
But I Uber, know they do a lot of price hiking, like on Valentine's night or New Year's Eve. You know, they'll you know price what do they call it, price gouging or whatever. Like, where they'll really all of them do that, though. I think what I saw when I was in Vegas, I noticed like in the four o'clock hour, like every ten fifteen minutes, the price would keep going up. Uh, so right, well, that's when it's probably busiest. Right, and they're, you're, what they're doing is to get in, incentive for the drivers to come out and work too. One thing I don't know about Uber, let's say you had a prescription at the drugstore and this drugstore didn't deliver. Could you send Uber to that drugstore to pick up your prescription? Do you know, go through the line and pick up your prescription? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I would think I would think not, but it I, maybe it depends upon the type of prescription. I mean, if it's like a, you know, um, I don't want to say narcotic. Controls, it yeah. Well, it's a control. It's a controlled scheduled drug. Controls, like, yeah. like if you if you if I had the hydrocodone, which they which they prescribed for me when I had my tooth extracted, they certainly would not be allowed to do that. That I would have to actually go to the store to pick that up. I actually had to go to CBS to show my ID and stuff to get that. So I mean, it could vary. We've also um, have a caller on the hotline. I brought her in. I think we have Karen waiting. Karen, can you hear me? Well, wait a minute. I wonder if she has to. I wonder if she's muted, um, and she has to hit star six on her uh, touchtone phone. I don't know if she has to do that. But. Let me uh, double check here, but I think I've got her in. Let's see. Nope, she's not there. So. Karen is not there. So, but I thought I had her Mike, in a minute ago. Mike, but Bill came up with a uh, interesting question before you got here. And what, what are the most or the three most used apps that you have on your iPhone? Um, well, probably uh, Castro for podcasts. I, and nobody uses that no more. I, but, I, well, I, it's got a new owner, and so we're hoping it's going to turn around. But it's. Um, so I'm still using that, but other than that, it, kind of the built-in one, your your phone message, and but as far as third-party, uh, I don't know, it just depends on what I'm doing. I'm thinking about, like you mentioned, Lyft uh, or Instacart. Um, Walmart, of course. Walmart, yeah, I've used the Walmart app. Um, channels app to watch local TV, watch my TV uh, tuner. Yeah, you can do that. Now, can you be at work and watch that TV tuner? Uh, if I set it up to, I'd have to set it up to go over there. I, it has the capability. I've just never taken the time to do it. <laughs> oh. Work and working. But, yeah, it technically can be done. I could set it to you or Jeff or whatever could, could tune my local tuner. Yeah. Wow. Now, if you, um, you've not, of course, Jenny and I use both. She uses her iPad and her Android phone, and I use the iPhone and the Galaxy. So, we're seeing differences. Have you ever used a phone with built-in AI in it for... No, I assume that would be one of the more modern phones. We say built-in yeah. AI. Uh, yeah. That would take some processing power. That would be one of your newer galaxies, I think, or... Yeah. My galaxy has that. The oh, uh, speaking of that, um, one of my colleagues, Jackie, at one of the other independent living centers, said that there's something now you can go into Samsung and do like a thing to create a copy of, of your clone, your voice. So that if you ever lost your ability to speak or your voice became raspy or less intelligible, that you could 
on your voice. Now, I didn't she know said that. She, she said she did it, but it didn't save. She was able to use it, but then when she left the app, it went away. So maybe she, maybe she said she missed a process to actually save it. But I guess the Samsung has that capability. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you can actually make a clone of your voice to use, you know, read to your grandkids, or just to have, uh, you know, going forward in the future if you were to lose your voice. That would be... Oh, go ahead. You go ahead, Ed. Oh, I was just going to say, I had a, have an interesting question for everybody. Um, now, it doesn't count this year. And the only reason I wanted to bring it up today is because it's leap year. And my cousin, her birthday is actually February 29th. She was born on February 29th, so she gets to actually celebrate her birthday on her birthday this year. But I wonder what they, you know, because sometimes I guess it just depends upon her mood whether she'll celebrate her birthday on the 28th or the 1st of March. Well, to me, it would depend on which, if one of them fell on the weekend, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if it was a Monday, I wouldn't want to have a birthday on a Monday, or if it made a difference, right, of Thursday versus Friday or Friday, Saturday. So. I mean, I just think that's interesting. I mean, because I told her, I said, well, I guess you don't want to be a what about, you know, instead of, you know, you'd only, instead of being eight, you'd be, what, two, two. or something like that. So when you're 80, yeah. you can say you're 20, and you wouldn't be lying. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there someone I heard on the news who was 100 years old, and she was born on leap year, but if, but if they celebrated it right, that she's only 25 years old. I'm not, that's what they think I, I heard on the news last well, night. Yeah. They, but uh, there is, a, and the only time, and I, I someone has to call in and, and just remember this, because I know that there's only one time when leap year doesn't fall on the 29th, and that's what, uh, that's uh, when the year is divisible by something, and I just don't remember that. But there, there is actually, a, but we won't see it in our lifetime, guys, but that's when it happened. 100. Well, what's interesting is if you, you know, were well, looking hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's say that again. I'm sorry, oh, sorry. Four, 400. So if the year is oh. divisible by 400, that we don't celebrate a leap year. Is that correct? Well, then 2000 would have been. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't that way. I'm sorry. It was. Let's see. There is. I'm trying to think because I know I, I looked it up because we had a teacher at school that claimed he was born on February 29th, 1900. And that was wrong because there was no February 29th, 1900. So it's it's the only ones that it's about that 475 have the, or 950 no, or some weird number. No, the only ones that um, like 2000 had a leap year day, and so did 1600. So it's every 400 years they do have it. Well, maybe it used to be. It seems like in computer class a long time ago, many moons ago, they told us you figure it out by if the year is evenly divisible by four. Yeah, but there are a few that they don't to correct, I guess, make sure that they... Well, and historically, the only reason they, that, that they did this is Pope Gregory, who, who invented the Gregorian calendar, whose people did that, found that if they didn't do something like that, uh, that, that Easter would actually come in in the middle of, uh, of the, when Christmas would be or something like that because it would, would screw up the whole way the holidays and the earth was aligned for the holidays and stuff. That's, that, that's, what, that's what I heard. Yeah. Sorry about and, the noise here. The poodle is snoring. That's okay. <laughs> Hello, iPod Touch, otherwise known as Pierre. What's going on with you today? Not too much. Uh, Y'all were talking about the peak hours of uh, Uber and all that. I heard on the news yesterday where Wendy's is going to start charging more money during peak hours. 
Oh, I heard that too. <laughs> they charge yeah. enough regular. You know, here's what I was wondering if they were, because I heard that and it said to be in line. So I wonder if they meant be in line as opposed to using the kiosk. I went into a steak and shake the other day and they had a kiosk and I'm like, I can't use that thing. I mean, you know, it wasn't accessible. And a lot of the seniors around here can't exactly. use it either. And if they, so, Or if they do, it takes a long time. So I think it would really slow down the process. It would be faster to process them in line than have someone that's not comfortable with that kiosk try to manage that. But, I mean, if it's lunchtime and people are wanting to get lunch and they're going to charge you more during lunch hour, then you oh, go I think people right will go up. I think people will go elsewhere. They're like, that's unless what they I just really love Wendy's. I think it's a bad marketing. Or brown I mean, bag. Yeah. Unless, they, unless they really want that frosty bad enough. <laughs> but, they were, but they were saying that... Uh, uh, McDonald's and Burger King may go that way too. Well, they'll watch. They'll watch and see what happens. If they'll see if the numbers go down, and if people just go along with it, and I don't get the point. That's what a restaurant. That's why you hire more staff to manage more people. I I think it's bad marketing, but hey, competition. Yeah, the market will dictate, right? Um, all prices of everything went up after the pandemic, and where people paid it, they stayed up, and when mm. they didn't, they came back down. So Has anybody ever seen statistics? How does DoorDash and Uber Eats and the delivery services, how does that compare to people going into the restaurant or driving through? Is that very much a minority, people getting food delivered? Or is that more? I don't know the numbers. It was the majority, obviously, in the pandemic and post-pandemic a little bit. But I don't know. I think people got hooked on it, though. I I think a lot of people go ahead. And depending on your restaurant, I mean, we've had restaurants that after the pandemic that came back and just could not make it. And the quality of their food was down because they, they were in debt to begin with. And we've had restaurants that just went out of business. It all well, because of the, the situation. I do know because of the fees, a lot of restaurants got rid of DoorDash and Uber Eats and has hired their own delivery people. Yeah, cheaper. there's a restaurant that I go to right near me, Mike, that, uh, that, that sells an Italian restaurant. And they, they got rid of Grubhub, they got rid of Uber, they got rid of DoorDash, and uh, you can call them on the phone, they'll deliver your stuff, and it's a lot cheaper that way, believe me. Yeah, I think some of the pizza places have gone that way, uh, you know, without using, uh, you know, one of the services that they just had their own people to deliver. It's kind of going back the way it used to be. Yes. Well, I heard the other day that uh, a lot of companies now, uh, if you'll agree to pay them cash, they'll give you a discount. Well, yeah, because they, they, they well, I mean, for example, uh, when the credit card fee is, uh, Mike Barbershop t- charges three, 2% for credit cards or 3% for credit cards, and I refuse to pay it. I'll, I'll pay him cash. So uh, I, I get that, Pierre. So I, don't, I don't think it's legal to do that, though. I don't think it, legally it, it, you can charge these- These businesses are are getting shady. Our homeowners association, they want to charge you. They say it's because of the portal they're using that they're passing the price on to us. But unless you send the check in the mail, they won't charge you for that. But if you use an e-check, they charge you $2.49. That's a lot of money. If you use your credit card, they charge you 3% of the total that you'd owe that you're paying. If you use a debit card, they charge you 9.99. 
that that's that's a lot of money. And in New York that's State, you can, in New York State, you can charge fees for credit cards, but you have to make them well known that the, that there is a fee for the credit card transaction. In well, our cable our cable company, if you walk in in and pay your bill, they charge you ten dollars. Yeah, you now. When Jenny was making that point, and this happened, I had to pay a funeral bill in the state of Illinois. They wanted, she said, we really prefer you write a check. And I said, why? She said, we charge you 10% because we can on that funeral bill. The funeral bill is $10,000. We're going to charge an extra 10% on top of that. So that's, and you notice that same that rental company that you're talking about, Jennifer, is in the state of Illinois. The state of Illinois is doing everything they can to get it to to people on that. That's, I mean, I can't believe it. That's They're, terrible because, I mean, that's why people used to use an automatic bank withdrawal because it was safer. because they didn't charge you for that. Well, in all the years I've given to uh, Salvation Army, used to be I'd say, you know, I want to donate $100, and they would just say, okay, $100. Now they ask you, do you want to pay an ex- the extra 4% to uh, for for the processing fee? You know, I, I tell them, yeah, just go on and <laughs> make yeah, it 104. Yeah, but it's, it's amazing. That option. That you be. That's why I do my forms, where they have the option. You, you want to pay one or two dollars to cover. Right. Uh, not only that, but they they do that, and then then a lot of places before you even get service, you have to make a decision on the amount of a tip. What if you got lousy service or you didn't get any service at all? I that's, think a tip we, should we got, be earned. Oh, oh, Bill, Bill, this this thing called over tipping. This thing called tip, tip, tip. I went to McDonald's with Brenna. And they wanted me to tip the guy who who makes who tipped when uh, when I pay for my. But they're not doing anything. We we ordered stuff to go. All they did was package it up. We left. And I don't believe that that deserves a tip. I'm sorry. And the yeah. and the same thing. We were at the supermarket, Brennan and I, and we went shopping. And they wanted me to tip the person to check out the, the, the checks out my groceries. That's not a tippable item, as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, I agree. I'm, they're not bringing it to your table. They're not being served. They're not providing a service to me. I'm not tipping you for. It. Well, that's why. That's why waitresses get paid less because, you know, you know, they get tipped and stuff like that. You know, I don't think that should include a cook or somebody that's going to pack up your double Big Mac or whatever it is you order. I don't mind. Most of the the places don't deal with tipping, and I really think places around here should just pay people what they should and – get rid of tipping altogether with that's not going to happen Tim you know that I probably won't I was at Walmart the other day and and, and the young lady behind the cash register went out of her way I mean she she bagged up the groceries she put them in my cart everything and I tried to give her a tip and she said no Walmart won't allow us to take a tip then I would have said, Merry Christmas, have a good day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, yeah. we do have some other people, but, but you, make some, you make a very good point uh, here. You really do. Oh, and, and my and my app, are, I use Zoom. I like Zoom, VD Scan, Be My Eyes, and Seeing AI. That's the biggest ones I use. What's that one you called, BD Scan? BD Scan, yeah. 
Pronounce those letters again. Okay, V like Victor and D like dog scan. Oh, V D scan. It used to be be Boy Stream Scanner, Bill. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) I'm a little slow to the party. <laughs> you know, I thought he was talking about something. Never mind. Okay, forget that. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's you don't need to go there. I'm, I'm sorry, Pierre. <laughs> Thank you, Pierre. Jeff's been there. Although time. they probably do have an app for that too. Yeah, probably. There's an app for everything if you want to look hard enough. Who's the next victim, Jeff? <laughs> iPhone Julie McCullough. We've been getting calls for Julie. So. All right, here I am. <clears throat> yes. Now, um, we really like Shake and Shake, but I we have not gone there so much since the since they have just the kiosk. Um, you know, because Ralph doesn't really know how to do them well, and I, I can't do them. Um, and they don't have they don't give you a, another choice because a lot of the places I mean the McDonald's here has kiosks Julie but you but you don't have to use them but you have to use them at Steak Steak and Shake I mean do you have to use them there I think so but we haven't been back for a while so I don't know um, yeah right but I think we did have to use them there and so maybe be... they've changed that now since a lot of people will struggle with them um, and what if you had went in there by yourself you know oh yeah oh yeah. Which well, ones? All you could do is ask. There was a counter. I mean, you could have circumvented it. Yeah. There is a counter. Which ones is Jaws supposed to be in? Only at the... Oh, be... oh, they're in McDonald's. However, there's a caveat here, Jennifer. Unless, unless they've changed. It's only available at the, own, at the McDonald's-owned stores, not the franchises. Because we have a McDonald's here, and I looked at the kiosk, and it, doesn't, it did not have a headphone jack, and it did not have a way for me to use it because it's a franchise uh, McDonald's. So that's an untapped area for vendors if they would get on the ball to to do things like that, you know, to make accessibility for that. You got the same problem at the airport. I had I went somewhere and I wanted to print out a boarding pass. I, I I wanted to get a boarding pass and I couldn't use the kiosk to print the boarding pass. Of course not. It's just not accessible. No. <laughs> that's why you have to print it before you go to the airport. Yeah, and I, I don't have a printer, but you're right. And I told my sister the same thing. I said, I'm going to have to buy a printer eventually. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. You, you're you're right. going to have to l- let loose some of that money, Jeff. Oh, I, oh that's, that. Uh, well, I'd rather do it for me than for, uh, no, never mind. Yeah. Well, Julie, what else is going on, and, Julie? And, well, oh, my goodness, we got, you know, we've had lots going on this week, and I've got to do devotions for um, a building that a friend of mine lives in tomorrow, and so, but yeah, there's lots, there is lots going on. We've had some jump meetings, and and uh, so that kind of thing. Now, is leap year somehow connected with Sadie Hawkins Day? I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. In fact, we used to have a Sadie Hawkins dance at the blind school, but that's the last time I've heard of. Sadie Hawkins, is that a Midwest thing? I don't I know. I think we're camping or something. That was... I don't know. I don't know about that. Where the girls ask the guys, which, of course, the modern generation, they don't need Sadie Hawkins, right? You know? No, no right. I suppose they don't. I suppose they don't. But I, I just didn't know if I should, you know, if, if tomorrow I should, you know, should ask Ralph a lot of wild things or, you know, what to do. <laughs> 
Hey, it's 2024. You ladies first. You can go for it. Right. You, know? you can you can ask him See, to marry sometimes you. Sometimes guys don't know you're interested. So I'd say you can say Hawkins on anyone you're interested in. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, we've been interested in each other for a while, but <laughs> so that's OK. But just just didn't know if there was some connection between that. Because it seemed like on leap year, maybe you could ask the guys. Um, That's a question for Google. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe my know. smart AI will figure that out. Yeah, that's. Well, possible. you know why they have um, leap year on presidential, you know, like when they elect presidents, because yeah. it gives all the pre- people who are running for president one more day to blow their own horn, and we have to hear it. <laughs> uh, oh, you yeah, asked about Sadie Hawkins. Say that's a that's a made up holiday. It's a pseudo holiday that was a part of the Little Abner comic strip that was written by Al Cap. Oh. Oh. Jeff must have looked it up. <laughs> I did. I did. That's why I muted myself. Yeah, I thought it was fictitious. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there was no real Sadie Hawkins. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yes, we had fees. We've had fees with this company, our housing company, for you know doing this and that and something else. So I didn't want to do it, but I have it automatically taken out of an account. So. Yeah. Well, I understand. They encouraged us to do that originally. It was all exciting. Oh, use our pay portal and you can set it up automatically and have it done. Well, then they didn't charge us for the first few months till we got adjusted to doing it that way. Now there all these charges are coming on. Yep. Yeah, but this is a big co- corporation from Minnesota and they're wanting to charge for everything. But I just think it's unfair for somebody to charge you to pay a bill. Well, yeah. it's hard to late if it gets there late. Yeah, it it's hard to keep cash on hand now, you know, and it's not safe exactly sometimes. See, it's a scam. I very right? seldom have any cash. When we could first do online payments, you got a discount for doing it because it's less trouble for them. It's automatic. There, no person has to sit there and process it. And now they're like, I don't know. I, well, maybe right. now it's much more trouble for them. <laughs> Apparent, well, apparently it is. Just a, My another bank still way does it. And, they, and, and the, if I had to pay Bill money, they would actually write him a check and send it to him in the mail. However, if I pay my rent, which is what I use, that, that's done as, as an electronic funds transfer. And, of course, that's a lot easier for them. They would, they would prefer doing it that way. And yeah. we use a service from our bank called Zelle, Z-E, what is it? Zelle? Yeah, and yeah, they don't, with it. they don't charge you any money, but you can use your iPhone app, your Android or your computer, whatever way you want to do it, and you sent that money in. The other person on the other end has to sign up for Zelle. It's free, of course, and there's no money for the charge. So, but like, it's a gray area because it's not supposed to be used for business, and there are some businesses using it, but they're not supposed to. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, personal use, but. Uh, I had to pay my daughter Thank you, Julie. because they put Wait, in no. a hot water heater up at the lake. So I was able to get that money to her right away. So, I mean, there's some good, and she said that's the safest, and that still has scams. But things like the Cash App and things like that, you can you you got to be careful. What's that other one from? That PayPal uses um, the other oh, one. Venmo. 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 I will never use Venmo. That's more like Facebook, and I don't like Venmo. I hate it. No. I hate it. 
Yeah. Well, I got Bill on, and I'm sure Bill... I want to hear about the tornadoes in his area. Yeah, we want to hear that you get blown away by the tornadoes, Bill. I guess he did. There we go. Uh, nope, I didn't get any tornadoes in my house. Did you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know if I was still muted or not. No, I, I answered Mike. I didn't get any tornadoes. They had no tornadoes uh, west of me out in Aurora and north of me up around Lake Forest up in that area in Rockford had some tornadoes. I had some thunder and lightning and, and some heavy rain for about 15 minutes. Uh, but it did a lot of damage. It did a damage to a big apartment building in, um, I think it was Aurora. It set between, it only broke a window on either apartment uh, building on either uh, side, one window, but it almost, it, it pretty much made the other building it hit inhabitable. Everybody had to move out last night. And they had a lot of trees uprooted and a lot of, a lot of damage like that, roofs. And the one thing is our temperature went from 74, to 42 in 30 minutes. Oh my! And and then it, it was a high this morning of uh, 22. And we I didn't get any snow. Some places got a little bit of snow. And we're supposed to by this weekend, by Saturday and Sunday, we're supposed to be back in the 70s. Good, good. Keep it that way. And we'll, and we'll be and we'll be. Well, you're supposed to get all these storms are coming your way, uh, Jeff. They're all oh, no, I, I, I told God to, 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 to detour away from my apartment building. <laughs> detour it Okay. And the other day, I didn't get a chance to ask you, did you see you eat White Castle when you were a kid? Every I Friday, did. because my parents knew I hated the school for the blind food, I, I would go to White Castle, and my mom would buy me hamburgers from White Castle because she knew I hated fish cakes and fish sticks. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you did that. Because they got pork in them. White Castle not that... got pork and beef. I'm not that we 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 would we we celebrated more religiously at home, but when we were out and about, that didn't matter. Okay, I just I was just curious. And, when you, when and, you and said to this that, day, I, I mean, we're not really that religious. Uh, right. Well, no, I, I just I was just saying because you know your parents are there, so I didn't know how how religious it was, but I was just surprised because White Castle does make pork with their beef. Their White Castle are pork and beef together. And as far as um, and whatever else, right? Well, and Bill, I well, you guys, well, this is some stuff you mentioned way back. I didn't interrupt some other stuff. But as far as contracts, if I have anything done at my house with a contractor, you supply the materials. I'll pay you when you finish. That's the only way I write a contract. If if you're in business and you can't afford to buy the paint or you can't afford to buy the lumber. You're not a very good contractor, and you don't have a good credit rating where you get your stuff. Mike, what is the, you work for the anybody. BBB. What does the BBB say about that? Well, it's some some do like a third, you know, a third to get started, and then a third, right. you know, yeah, at well, a certain mine, point, mine is, yeah, or mine, half mine and half. You, but you know, you get you got to you get you you supply the material, and I'll pay you. I'll pay you up front because I got well. I, well I, they, I've never had any trouble with that. They have to watch Bill because some of the younger generation don't try to stiff them. So I can see where they could ask a third or a half up front. But oh, I, I, I understand, but I, but I definitely never uh, pay all up front. Never pay never. cash, and I've seen people do right. it, and I'm like, oh my god. Right. And as far they have as a contract, so you because the problem is what they'll do is they'll they'll take your money, then fish it out to some subcontractor and say, well, that's between the, the subcontractor and you, you know. But right, 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 right. Yeah. Or what they would do is they would do a little bit of the work, enough that you couldn't take them to court and say they took your money, and then, then you've got right. a real hassle. Right, 
right. And no, I was going to say, because you work for BBB, Mike, you've probably seen much more of this than you'd like to talk about. I mean, that, that you could talk about right now. I mean, you've seen a lot of it, I'm sure. Well, it could be its own show. I mean. What is going on, Bill? Do you hear all that banging? And they stuff? are cutting the grass on the golf course. My God. Sounds like they they're No, they're, they're repainting, his, they're repainting like the they outside of your over, house, Jennifer. Sounds like they <laughs> ran over a body or something. Lay my hair. As far as tips, another thing, as far as tips in a, in a restaurant and that, most people realize a lot of restaurants nowadays, because I got friends that work in the, in the restaurant business now, those tips go into a pot and it's divided amongst all the employees. You don't, you're not just tipping directly to the waitress. That's if true. you give her 10% or 20, 15% or 20%, that just goes in, a, it goes in a pot. And at the end of the day, if they collected a $1,000 tip and they got, they got say, 50, 20 employees, well, divide the 20 by 1,000. That's what each of them get. So she, yeah, she right. Some collect, restaurants she do collect. that. Now, here's right. the other well, thing. A lot, you, of, a lot of them do that nowadays, right? Here's the other and, thing. There's a restaurant here, Bill, that, that if there's a group of people of more than so many, I think it's more than 10 or they will put the tip on the check because that makes it easier for them. And I don't have a problem with that as long as they say this is what we do. Right, right. I understand. I've seen that too, where they put the tip on the check. Right. You know, can, you can or automatically, if you like, if your bill's over a hundred, they'll automatically throw fifteen or twenty percent on there unless you dispute it. Right, 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 right. And as far as a credit card, yeah, I won't pay credit card if they charge me three percent or five percent or whatever percent they charge to do credit card. I'll I'll drag out the cash. It never happened to me, but I know I've heard people say that DoorDash, they'll send you a message and tell you that you could get slower service based on your tip if you tip them too low. Yeah. Well, yeah that never happened that. to me. I've wow. Well, I've, I've heard that. I've well, heard that, right? And, and, and I, if I you know, expecting all the delivery services to go up because I noticed gas has really increased in the last uh, Week or and, and by the way, the, what was I going to just? You got you got me in the middle of something here, but the but but the tipping is a, is a problem, Bill. I, I get that, you know. I to, I totally get. It. I've never had that message though for, that they're going to charge you more for the, for not tipping. But I I could, <laughs> I could see that happening. I get it, or not giving me prompt service. I get that. Yeah, the smaller the tip, the slower your service. The lesser the trip. <laughs> you can have cold but, food. But. But you're right, Jeff. You need to find a culvert and get some ice cream. Yeah. No, I'm not up here. Though. I'll, have to, I'll have to come down to Illinois or go down to the Midwest because there aren't any up here right. in the Northeast. Yeah, so yeah, we know we'll that. get you to come to Indiana so we can. Well, now yeah, Jeff is all in with going to McDonald's and picking him up, picking himself up a couple of double Big Macs. Right, Jeff? Oh, I don't, no, I don't like Big Macs. I like uh, the Quarter Pounders, but I don't like the Big Macs. I, I don't like that mayonnaise sauce on them. Uh, Jeff can knock down four Quarter Pounders try. and three fries. <laughs> I, have, I, have been, I haven't been to a McDonald's for probably 15 or 20 years. I'm going to try the Hardee's. A mushroom Swiss burger. Oh, that's a good hand. Yeah. Now, Jeff, if you go to, uh, like, DoorDash or something like that, and if you really wanted a Big Mac, you can order it without the special sauce. Oh, I know. Orders. I mean, that, that was the old commercial. Special orders don't upset it. No, that's, uh, that's Burger King. I forgot. That's yeah. Burger King, Bob. Culver's mushroom Swiss burger is... My trouble is if I'm going oh. to spend $10 for a shake and a burger and a fry, I'm going to go somewhere and take the $10 and get a better and bigger meal for maybe a couple dollars or five dollars more. You're going to spend a lot more than $10 for a burger, know, shake, shake, and fries. Yeah. I know, I, I, I'm just saying, I don't know what it is. Like I say, I am been to McDonald's probably in 20 years or Burger King or 
Well, speaking of which, we do have a recipe here. It's recipe time. Chris has come back. She'll be back for a number of weeks. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Here's a, she's going to cook some brownies for us. We're going to make, we're going to make some peanut butter brownies. So that comes into what we've been talking about. Jeff eating four, four quarter pounders and three fries and eating. The brownies, you got that right. I'll take more than one of those. But I know you could eat four quarter pounders. Yeah. So here we go. He can do it. Don't let us down, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, the more you eat now, the less you know who gets. I wonder how many White Castles. Oh, Jeff can eat 22 White Castles. I knew somebody that ate 45. Oh, my. You know what he was doing? Sick? And I did not walk behind him either after he ate those 45. You didn't have to. No. <laughs> All right everyone thank you thank you panel thanks all the callers and here we go with chris's recipe and look forward to the podcast in a little bit this is a recipe for peanut butter brownies from scratch this is a recipe that i make when i've got to have something sweet and i don't have anything special on hand because i always have this stuff one half cup of peanut butter you can use crunchy or creamy one quarter cup or one half stick of margarine softened one cup of firmly packed brown sugar two eggs one teaspoon vanilla one quarter teaspoon of salt and one half cup of all-purpose flour preheat your oven to 350 degrees and lightly grease an 8 by 8 or 9 by 9 square pan in a medium bowl Just using a fork, mix the ingredients in the order given, pour into prepared pan, and bake for 30 to 35 minutes or until middle is set when lightly touched. Cool in pan for 5 to 10 minutes and cut into squares. And that's how you make the peanut butter brownies from scratch.